You're listening to That's My Story Period, a compilation of hilarious stories by people who happen to get their period. Hosted by me, Steph Garcia. Hi, I'm Lorraine DeGraffenwright, and I got my period at age 12. And so for my story, this took place when I was in 12th grade, several years after I had gotten used to my period. I was past the point of caring so much, and I was I was like a really busy student. I went to a private school, and I did a lot of activities, had a bunch of friend groups. And um, the day that this thing took place, I just had a lot going on, and I wasn't focused on my period. So I surprised got my period early that day. And forgot, I like didn't have a tampon on me, so I had to use one of those like free tampons that they give you at the nurse with like the cardboard applicator, and it's essentially useless, but whatever. I put it up there and forgot about it, and um, you know, so uh, I had a basketball game later that day, and I was wearing my uniform all day because it's like I don't know, I was a senior. There was this like senior spirit day kind of a thing going on, so we like were wearing our uniforms all day to like. I don't know, make people want to come to our games. It doesn't matter. The point is there were several opportunities where I should have just taken five minutes to just go change my tampon, but I I just kept not doing it because I didn't want to inconvenience anybody. I didn't want to stop the flow of my activities or whatever was going on with my friends. We warmed up for the game, and I knew I had, like, one last chance to change my tampon, and I didn't do it. So our games are usually at about, like, 4 or 5 in the evening, So this tampon was overdue, and I needed to change it, but I didn't. And I remember, like, there was this point in the game where me and a girl were fighting for the basketball for a jump ball. If you don't know what that is, it's basically when, like, we're fighting for the ball and nothing's coming out of it, so the refs have to stop, you know, blow their whistle, and they're going to change possession. They just decide who gets the ball. And so we had fallen to the ground, and I just remember getting up and being like, fine, we're changed possession, run to the opposite end of the court. We're waiting for the ball to get passed in so that we can start, but the refs stop everything. They blow the whistle, and then they confer quietly, and they're, like, doing some, like, forensic scientist work, like, on the court. They see, like, bloody footprints, and they trace it back to this tampon that's just on the ground (laughs) on the court, and they call an emergency timeout. Everybody has to go to their benches, and I'm like oh my God, like, no, 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 no. Like that could not, it couldn't be my, no, this isn't me. And I was just paralyzed. And our coach, uh, he's like trying to get our attention. Like, no, don't pay attention to that. We're going to talk about these plays. I cannot hear him. All I can hear is like everyone in the in the room, like the refs doing hush-hush tones, the athletic trainer who like comes out with like surgical gloves and gauze and like very clinically like picks up the tampon and puts it in a bag. And then like there were these guys running the score clock and they're like, dude, do you know what that is? Oh my God, dude. And then the other guy's like, no, bro, like do not, do not tell me that that's what I think it is. And then I could hear, like, these little boys in the stand with their mom, like, tugging at her, like, Mommy, Mommy, there's blood. Do you see? Mommy, what is that blood? And she's like, it's okay, boys. Like, calm down. We'll talk about it in the car. Like, all these things were so loud in my ears, but I'm sure that, like, the gymnasium was just silent for everyone else. And I'm like, it can't be me. So, anyway, after, like, the game continues and, like, I get a minute to, like, go away to the bathroom, I grab my friend Jamie and just am like, can you check me? 
is there any evidence that that tampon belonged to me? And we look, and there's no blood on my legs. There's no blood on my uniform. There's nothing, not even on my shoes. And I go to the bathroom, and it's gone. It, there is no tampon in my vagina. That was my tampon. And you know what? Like, that was seriously just my tampon being like, I will not be neglected. I will no longer be neglected. I am here. I am a tamp. And, and you are all going to pay attention to me. So, like, was it me? It kind of was. It also kind of wasn't me. It was my tamp. Whatever. Uh, and that's my story. Period. Thank you, Lorraine. Ah! <laughs> that's, um, that is amazing. That actually um, happened to me. Uh, yeah, well, I, I would hope. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm doing that for myself. Like, I have to tell <laughs> myself, like, that actually happened to me because I'd heard stories previously about tampons slipping out and didn't believe them. I'm like, no way. That's not possible. But it happened to me, and I have to remi- remind myself, like, that was real. Yeah, I, before this story, I would have agreed with you that a tampon cannot slip out of you. Um, you would, you know, the tampon maybe can't hold all of your blood, and the blood would come out of you. Boop! It just, it was heavy. It just slipped right out. I think, I think it had a little bit to do with like air too. Like my butt hit the ground maybe, and it just boop, like queef. Oh, because you were fighting. <laughs> You know, oh, it just shot right God. out. And I wasn't wearing spandex. And that was really the lesson for me was, like, always wear spandex. Even if you think you don't need them, like, if you have a tampon in or even a diva cup or whatever and you don't want it to fall out, just wear spandex to be safe. Yeah. Also, change your tampon. Also, freaking <laughs> find the time. The, take a selfish moment. It's not even selfish. Just go on ahead. Take a break. Switch the tampon out. It'll be okay. Especially if you're going to be active, I guess. But again, I'm with you. I would have not thought it would have slipped out. I would have thought you maybe would have bled, but not... Yeah, I would have thought there... Worst case scenario, there would have been a little bit of leak. Uh And we've all been there. Uh I really... Whatever. Were the refs men? Yeah, both refs were men. (laughs) And And they were just so serious, you know? They were like, we have to be very professional about this. They were terrified. They probably we, we went all home were. afterward, got some beers, and be like, that tampon, though. Yeah, they were. They were like, wow, like, girls basketball. Like, that's what you see. Uh, so did you tell anybody? I told my friend Jamie and no one else. And then years later, I asked my other friend, um, Darley. I was like, hey, um, did you... Did you by any chance know that it was me? And she said her automatic response was, oh, yeah, everybody knew. And I don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe her because there was no evidence that was that it was me. I think that she heard that and was like, that story is too crazy. I'd feel <laughs> stupid if I didn't tell Lorraine that I knew. So, yeah, obviously, who didn't know? But no, like, I really don't think that people knew. It was too weird. Well, the whole court's full of girls. It could have been anybody. It could have been any of us. Yeah. And there were multiple of us wrestling on the ground, and then multiple people, like, took that time out to go to the bathroom. So, like, it really could have been any of us. I feel like this could turn into an episode of Serial, you know? Yes. (laughs) And I'm from, here's the cool weird thing, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, Mm -hmm. and this took place at Seton Keogh, which is the, um, the, like, place where, um, and on Netflix, there's this show called The Keepers. It's this true crime show about 
a nun who worked at that school, like the original Keough school. It, it That school closed and it merged with another school, so now it's called Seton Keough. Anyway, this, this nun got murdered, and it turns out she got murdered because she was covering up this whole, like, rape scandal, pedophile. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, where, like, a priest who, like, worked at the school was, like, abusing the girls. And it's really crazy. The show and the storytelling on the show is really good. I highly recommend it. But, like... This would be very fun to do, like, a serial true crime, like, <laughs> whose tampon? <laughs> whose was it really? Adnan. Anyway. Um, um, so, yeah. That's all great. So, uh, what is your feminine product of choice? I wear tampons, but I do feel like I'm on the wrong side of history, continuing to use tampons. They're pretty wasteful. I know that there are a lot of, like, crazy chemicals because I use Tampax Pearl, they're not the, like, all-natural, like, healthy ones. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know I need to evolve, and pretty soon, like, the kind of tampons I use are going to be remembered, like, those pads with the belts. Have yeah. you seen these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually had a story about this. Oh, my yeah. God. Anyway, yeah. What about you? What do you wear? Uh, I'm a tampon person myself. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about it? Are you like, whatever, I wear tampons, it's fine? No, I do. I think about it often. I think about waste often, but also... It's hard because convenience of it and you're used to it. Exactly. But there are tons of alternatives. There are so many. I just have, like, like when I first tried to put in a Diva Cup, my vagina was so tight. Like, I hadn't had sex yet. I know that that a lot of people are like, that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think it kind of does, at least for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe now that it's a little more stretchy, I'm a little bit older, I could try it again. I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, you could, I, I would say try again. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah. But I also wonder, like, is it uncomfortable? Is it messy? No, every, well, uh, I don't know. I think uh, one of the things that we always say on this podcast, I like, to, I like to repeat myself, is you have to just figure out what works for you. And mm-hmm. some people love it and other people that I've talked to have tried it and it doesn't work for them. So, okay. you know. You that's, tr- that's true. Shop around for your vagina. I feel like the number one thing that's bugging me about the thought of a Diva Cup is like, okay, so you go to the bathroom, you dump it out. Mm-hmm. And then you need to, like, rinse it, right? Or do yes. You- yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're talking to a non-user. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll work it out and report back. Yes, please do. <laughs> Finally, do you have any advice or words of wisdom that you wish someone had told you when you were first going through it? I have two things. Huh? The first thing is, like, periods are funny. They are really funny. Like, it's not, it doesn't have to be such a serious thing of, like, I don't know. It doesn't have to be this sacred, like, strange annex of your life experience. It's a part of you. And, like, it's just like anything else. Like, I think that periods are pretty, like, great heightened from, oops, I accidentally peed on myself stories. Like, it's really just more body fluid, so get over it. Uh, Anyone who feels, like, uptight or scandalized by periods. Um, And I also just feel like, I don't know, I I associated periods with womanhood (laughs) when I first got my period because everyone around me was, but, like, Periods aren't for just women. Like, periods are for kids. Like, you're a kid when you get your period. It's a kid thing. And also, boys get periods. If you are born into a body that, like, is female, but you're a boy, I mean, you get your period. And, like, that's your story, too. And so, like, 
girls who get your periods know that there are boys who have their periods. It's not, it, like, it doesn't need to, like, be so, like, tattooed to this, like, full-figured, sophisticated lady experience. I just think that more people get periods than we know, so... I wish that someone had talked to me about that when I was getting my period. It would have made me feel a lot more connected to more people. You know, it's like less isolating when you think about it as such a shared thing. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I'll just have to repeat myself. Periods are so funny. (laughs) They're so funny. (laughs) They certainly are. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Lorraine. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Hi, this is Sunanda, and the first time I got my period, I was 11. I remember being in my parents' bathroom, and it was a week before I was going to space camp. (laughs) And uh, I looked down at my underwear and thought maybe I hid a bar of chocolate in my crotch. I didn't know what it was. There was just a brown stain, and it was not near my butthole. So death wasn't poop. I I asked my mom, who was already going through menopause at the time. And she finally explained all those ads to me with the uh, the blue liquid being poured on a, a sh- like a pad. And uh, I finally found out what those were. So my mom was a woman who only used pads. So I was a woman who only used pads until the 10th grade. I was water skiing with some friends at this place, no joke, called Club Taco. Um, it's a water skiing joint. And uh, in order to water ski, you can't do that in a pad. So my friends took me to the bathroom and they were like, it's super fucking weird that you're not getting in the water. So you got to get in. And I was like, but I have my period. Also, I'm very insecure to be seen in a bathing suit. But because we're teenagers, we don't talk about it. We just cry about it. And um so they took me to the bathroom. They like handed me a tampon with an applicator. And I grew up in Thailand. So at that time, tampons weren't very widely sold. I think this was somebody's American Tampax. So it was like gold. Like this was not to be wasted. Um, then they were instructing me from the the stall next to mine. And they were like, just, uh, okay, take it out of the piece of paper. And I was like, oh, God, oh, my God. How do I, I don't even know what hole I put it in. Um, I think that was the hardest part. But I figured it out. Thank God. I think I got in the water for a total of 10 seconds because I couldn't even stand up on the uh, the water skis. So it was all worth it. But then I became a tampon lady. And I've been a proud tampon lady since. I will switch to a diva cup soon. Also because the first time I had lesbian sex, tampon came into play. So I was dating somebody. Uh, we were about to hang out for our third date and I was really nervous because this was going to be the first time and I knew it was going to happen because she kept pushing the envelope on the second date and I was like no I'm a very proper demure lady girl Um, we can't do this but I knew it was going to come down to it I wanted it she wanted it she was nice but right before I stepped out the door to go on our date I got my period and I was like (gasps) Phew, I don't have to have sex and be weird. But we were out, we were at dinner. She um, very courageously, I guess, uh, steered the conversation towards the inevitable sex we were supposed to have. And I told her I had my period. And she was like, I don't care. I'm a girl. 
I was like, oh shit, did not even consider this obstacle. We went back to her place, started to get it on. And at one point, I was stripped down naked. I just saw her pull a Kleenex out. And I was like, that's sweet and considerate. Okay, I guess that's the protocol. Your partner takes care of it for you or I don't know. So we did it, whatever. It was a great time, blah. I went home later and I called my friend on the phone because we were both on, on dates that night and we both hadn't been late in a long time. And it was my first female experience. And so we're on the phone and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, we had sex and I had a tampon and everything, but she didn't care because she's a girl, I guess, and they're not that grossed out. And it's like, great. And then my friend was like, yeah, dude, but so did you take your tampon out? And I was like, no, I think she took it out for me. And she, and then my friend was like, no, that's disgusting. Nobody would ever in a million years. And I was like, but she really likes me and we're going to have sex. I think she took it out for me. I saw her with a Kleenex. And my friend was like, I think you should probably check. And I was like, holy fuck, that did not even cross my mind. But it was 3 a.m. and it was too late for me to check at that point. So I went to sleep just hoping to God I wouldn't die of toxic shock syndrome in the middle of the night as you know, God's way of punishing me for lesbian sex or something. And so I woke up in the morning and I started getting more and more paranoid about it. I'm a very chill, laid back person. I like never even go to the doctor. But I was like, oh my God, maybe there's this thing inside of me. So I finally go to the bathroom and I reach up and I do have to reach pretty far up. But I reached up and I felt string. And I was like, oh, fuck. There I was on my toilet, living with my best friend ever who's outside, being like, what the fuck are you doing in there so long? And I had to tell her that I was in there trying to finger out a tampon from my badge. Um, I got in there, I hooked it, pulled, yanked it out, popped out, all good, no toxic shock syndrome, not dead. Learned a lot since. And that's my story, period. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay, so let's go back for a minute. We're going to go. I want to talk about um, growing up in Thailand and how. So, you guys had American tampons. Yeah, I think uh, they would be. They're more commonly for sale now. Right. Like, well, I guess my question is because... Um, we also have English tampons. That like don't OB. have the applicators? I love OB. Oh, really? I love non-applicator OB tampons. Oh, my God. That's just so crazy. I know. So when did you come here? Um, when I was 18, I moved to New York for college. Okay, cool. So do you see a difference in how like menstruation? Oh my God, yes. Is like treated and all that stuff? Totally. First of all, I, I, I'm third generation Indian from Thailand. Okay. So I guess culturally, I mean, I was raised with Indian culture and Thai culture and Hinduism and Buddhism at the forefront. Um, of my religious upbringing and most a lot of temples will not allow menstruating women into uh onto the temple grounds or into certain parts of the temple how do they know they don't know they expect you to police yourself or i don't know they're disgusting men that can smell the blood i don't know Ugh, gross. and i have such a fucking gripe with that because yeah 
it adds so much shame to yeah. having your period. Yeah. Also, you're telling someone who wants to like go and practice their faith mm -hmm. that they can't because of a natural bodily function. Totally. Uh, and then crazy. they feel less than. Yeah. Um, and so when you came here, was there like, did you feel there was more of an openness or did you feel it was a different type of shame? Or I feel there was more openness because, but it's not perfect here either. Mm -hmm. And it's still shameful. I mean, I will, I used to, like every time I'd buy tampons or pads or anything, I'd kind of like hide it. <laughs> and then yeah. be like, oh, also these. As if it was like contraband. Yeah. You know, as if walking around, people don't guess I have a vagina. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, no, there, there, there's a major stigma to it. I ju that just reminded me in Thailand, I'm going to sound like a fucking brat, but we have help at home. And uh, so our driver, who is a man, was carrying, helping my mom with shopping bags once. He like went to the grocery store. He carried every single shopping bag except for the one that had t pads in it. What? And I remember being like, um, why aren't you left the bag? And he's like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> and I'm like, so, so like sterile tampons and pads are gross. Uh-huh. Sterile tampons. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> my god did you blow up at him or? i was i was like i don't even know where to start i just called him ridiculous and then he was like i'm a man i'm not supposed to touch that and i was oh. like we don't even have time to get into you not being able to touch paper and cotton That's and insane. plastic yeah yeah uh and so now let's fast forward sorry because it's it's um the classic, did I leave a tampon in? I mean, it's classic. Mm -hmm. Everyone goes through it that uses tampons. But the twist of thinking someone else took it out is amazing. And I kind of love that you thought she was so nonjudgmental about everything. That really goes to her character. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what a great girl. Did you ever tell her after? Hell no. <laughs> She's going to be listening and like, oh. Hmm. We didn't date for much longer after. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, mm. I'm glad you didn't get toxic shock syndrome. Oh, my God. <sighs> Apparently, it's common, though, yeah. um, for a lot of lesbians to have sex and then have a tampon lodged up them. Interesting. Because I think I told, like, three lesbian friends after, and they were all like, yeah, it's happened to me. And I'm like, what the Nobody fucking wrote that in the handbook. <laughs> well, always check, I guess. Right? If you're if you're ever if you even have a little doubt, it's just better to check and not just shove another one up there and hope. <laughs> well, cool. And then uh so your preferred feminine product is obviously tampons mm -hmm. and OB, non-applicator. So, mm -hmm. and you had mentioned the Diva Cup. Mm -hmm. So why are you thinking of switching? I want to switch just to eliminate waste. Yeah. And I think it makes a lot more sense. It seems a lot less chemically in your body. Like I'm not inserting a bleached product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's cool. It's so cool. Right it's now. real in vogue right now. <laughs> We've had some Diva Cup users on the show. And lastly, do you have any advice like that so you wish someone had told you or you want to tell 
young girls who are getting it and everything? Just don't succumb to the shame that people try to attach to it. If I, I do a little bit in my stand-up where I'm like, there's so much shame attached to having periods. I think we should just normalize it. My plan to normalize it is to just, you know, the little, at your crotch area, there's the, the, the double fabric. Yeah. And it's like a, a little pocket almost. Yeah. I think we should start using that as a chocolate pocket. <laughs> and if you just crack off like a quarter of a Kit Kat bar every day, shove it in there, your pants will have a stain every single day. And then you can't even, nobody can even tell the difference whether it's a period stain or a Kit Kat chocolate stain. And if you have it every day, it's fucking normal. Who cares anymore? So much shame. Uh, well, <laughs> I, you know, I'm still going to do more stories, but I'm going to okay. just put it out there that that is the best advice we have gotten <laughs> on That's My Story Period. That is that is the best. So please, everyone, do that. Utilize your chocolate pocket. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming on. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Caitlin Hempstead. I got my period at 14 after all the other girls in my grade except the ones who were like extreme sport enthusiasts. So I had like really good like body education. Like I lived in a liberal place. I went to a liberal Unitarian church where they were like, these are the changes that are going to start to happen in your body. Nothing to be nervous about. There's many different genders, but if you have a uterus, this might happen to you. Super cool. And I was like, great, awesome. I'm ready. I turned 12, nothing happens. 13, nothing happens. 14, literally everyone else has had their period. I was like, I'm so ready. I have tampons stored up. Let's go already. And so I was at after school daycare, I think it was in the autumn, and uh, my friends and I would go from our middle school, I think it was in eighth grade, to this like cool teen hangout center next to the library. So we were like hanging out, doing homework, eating Skittles, like playing pinball. And I had had like a weird stomach ache all day, but I hadn't really thought anything of it because I'm a delicate girl and I always get stomach aches. I went to the bathroom, pulled out my pants, and I was like, oh my God, I pooped myself. I have diarrhea and I did not notice, which was the scariest part because I was expecting, everybody says, you're going to bleed. So I was expecting like bright red waves of blood. Everybody says when your period starts, it shoots through your pants like a geyser. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like unmissable. This is going to be like a huge experience. Like it'll stain my jeans. When I get my period, I will know. And it was this weird, subtle, brown, chunky thing. And I was like, well, there's no way this is my period. I don't think it even occurred to me. I was just like, I have an intestinal disease. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to shove a bunch of toilet paper in my pants, go back to what I was doing. So I go back to hanging out with my friends, pray to God that I don't, I guess, diarrhea through my pants onto the couch. And then I got home that night and I was like, I'm way too embarrassed to tell anybody about this. And it's, I know from medical problems, it's not a problem unless it goes on for a while. I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. It happens again. I was like, I can't, what's going on with me? I feel fine. I'm not sick. So I throw out my underwear. I go to school and I'm like, if this happens one more time, I'm going to tell my mom and I'm going to go to the doctor and I'm going to figure out what is wrong with my lower area that I am just pooping through my underwear. And then it stops. 
And then like a month and a half goes by. And then it happens again, also at like after school teen hangout center. And I was like, oh, oh, this is my period. Everybody said it was blood. Nobody said it was weird brown chunks. Why doesn't anybody explain what it's going to look like and how it doesn't geyser out of you? And so I think that my start with my period was a little bit rocky, but also it was pretty immediately very funny to me because the second I figured out what it was, I thought, I cannot believe I thought that I was pooping myself. And that's my story, period. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> sure. You're not the first to have thought it was poop. <laughs> and I, I've I, learned that in recent yeah. years. <laughs> Which is amazing because I didn't, that wasn't my experience, but I'm very into this idea. Like, you people should know, especially young people with uteruses that are going to be going through it, that it has many different variations of color. So many. And, uh, and, and th- just, it's not like when you cut yourself and blood comes out. I think is a thing that should really be explained. Yeah, yeah. It does I, not look like that. I do want to go over, though. <laughs> that people were telling you it was like a geyser, <laughs> which is also, <laughs> yeah, not true. <laughs> I think it was from like pop culture stuff where it was like, oh my God, Sheena, your pants are all stained with blood. So I assumed that when it started, it would flood my pants. <laughs> and I didn't realize that it's like, especially when you're like young and it's your first period, uh-huh. I think for a lot of people, it's just a little bit at a time. And I was like, well, this isn't the amount that makes sense. It's not the consistency. Nothing about this is saying period to me. No. It also sounded to me like you were excited for the geyser. Does that make (laughs) sense? I don't know. The way you described it, I was like, does she want her whole pants just covered? (laughs) (laughs) I think it felt like a rite of passage. Because it was in all these movies, and my friends love to talk about times that they like got their period, and then it, they had to go wash their gym shorts. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it was so much like, hell yeah, I'm about to bleed, but I think it was a like... <laughs> I want to be one of the, yeah, the crowd. I want that story. Yeah, yeah. I love, too, that you had this experience, uh, again, that was not my experience, of, of such openness. Mm. And just about, like, everything in that kind of age group that you're dealing with, it's really nice, but it still doesn't... Like you said, like it wasn't like a full thing of, hey, (laughs) your period might look like poop. Yeah. (laughs) It's not. And I think I also expected like crazy cramps because people talk so much about cramps and I have never had bad cramps. So. You're lucky. I know. You're lucky. Um, Do you get really bad? I used to and then I went on birth control. Oh, love birth control. Are you on birth control? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was super helpful for me. Did you have like... um, Irregular periods or anything, or was it, yeah? Yeah, super regular. And that was another thing that was very confusing at the beginning mm-hmm. was, I I guess at some point I had heard that they could be irregular, but I thought that meant like three days on either side. And I would get my period and then like not get it for two months yeah, and then get it that's twice how a I month. Was. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I didn't get it twice a month, but I would get it like eight times a year. Interest And with bad cramps. And with bad cramps. Frustrating. But I'm on birth control now. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of modern science. Don't you um, love it? So, your menstruation product of choice now? Unbleached hippie tampons. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Any particular yeah. brand? 
Um, I get whatever seems like it's on sale at the store. Okay. Because uh, I'm worried about the chlorine, but Diva Cups don't work for me. Believe we, me, I've tried. Okay, okay. Yeah. This we, is a, a sore subject. No, 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 it's not. No, no, no. Uh, it's not. Like, we, we have people who have used everything, but we've, you know, Diva Cups are, from what I know, I've never tried one. Yeah. But they can be a learning curve, and then sometimes it's just not right. Yeah, I think I just have one that it just is not right. Because yeah. I, like, in college I was friends with a lot of very, like, hippie, earth mothery type of girls. Mm-hmm. And they all had IUDs and Diva Cups. And I, like, tried on it. I think I have probably done it for, like, seven different periods throughout my life. Like, really trying to make a Diva Cup work. <laughs> and it's never going to happen for me. <laughs> Uh, I know. I'm like, well, you don't want to say quit, but you're kind of like, oh, it's not worth it at that point. No. Periods are already such annoying things to deal with. Yeah. And they already have such weird shame around them. And for a while I had like a weird shame around not being able to make a diva cup work. And like well-meaning women would be like, uh, have you tried twisting it? And I would have to hold myself back from being like, yes, I tried (laughs) twisting it. Like I tried everything. Uh, so back to tampons. Okay. Well, you know, the unbleached and everything. Yeah. 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 I try. And finally, uh, do you have any words of advice or things you wish someone had told you when you were first going through it? Sometimes it looks like poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, um, I think, like, there's a narrative that it's going to be the same for everyone. Uh, it's going to, like, feel the same and look the same and occur in the same... They call it your moon cycle. And, like, mine is not connected to the moon. Yeah. Mine happens whenever it wants when I'm not on birth control. So uh, do a little research. You've got... your modern girl. You've got the internet. Like, do a little research and know that your experience might not be what you see in, like, teen comedies and what your, like, gal pals have experienced. Mm-hmm. Everybody is different. Everybody is beautiful. Oh, is that the motto? <laughs> well, no, yeah. I try. I try. I try to impart that. But yeah, it's uh, every everybody is different, and it's you know, listen to more period stories <laughs> to learn more. Um, yeah, no, everybody is different, and uh, it's really cool to just learn. It must be. Yeah, it must be cool to hear all these stories. Oh yeah, yeah. But the internet is a great resource. It's also a scary resource, I guess. But it's a <laughs> true. It, it's super helpful in the terms of finding someone who's similar to you, right? Like, yeah. And what your body's going through, for yeah. sure. Well, thank you, Caitlin. Yes, it was so much fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts to hear more period stories. And check out thehotgoss.com, politics for smart mouths.